I have uh, this cassette single. I have this cassette album. Wait, really? Um, do you know if it's the original cover? You mean with all the guns drawn and Scarface so, in the middle? So, if you notice, there's the guy on the cover who has like the coke in his hand. I definitely okay. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That that is on. That's on every album cover. But uh-huh. on some album covers, his face is darkened. Uh, you know what? And on some, like on some original copies, his face is not darkened. Ah, I never. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's a subtle thing. Like um. Anyway, that was DJ Ready Red who passed away earlier this year. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, he was their DJ and like 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 producer of their first couple albums. He was yeah. that that was him, and and he he had a falling out with uh Lil J, aka J Prince. And so I think he like ordered the graphic designers to like, uh, basically they like darkened his face. So it looks it, like if, if you if you look at it closely, it's, I'm it looking looks, at it now. Yeah, you, you see how how weird it looks. Yes. Yeah. So so there there's an original version of that where his face is not darkened, and you can see that it's very red. Ah, uh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh no, loops. Oh no, loops. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys, girls, cats, rats, dogs, Manny Fresh, Eskimos, Submarines, and Kelvin Mercer lookalikes. You are now listening to Own No Loops. I'm Urkel Modi. <laughs> and I'm at Old Dirty Plaster. Yay, yay. Yeah, you can also use your real name. I don't care. I'm, I'm just, I'm going with aliases this year. Gene. <laughs> um, and yes, hi. <laughs> um, it's been a minute. It has, it has, it has, but we are here for you. And Gene is here with me in in the in the studio, aka my dining room table, my IKEA. <laughs> and um, yes, yes, which yes. is which hasn't happened in a while because Gene moved to New York. Yeah, yeah, moved over to the uh, colder side of the country, and uh, you know, it feels good to be home, but it feels good to be in Oakland, second home. <laughs> How how is the weather out in New York right now? Currently, this is the moment in time where the weather in New York is the same as the weather in the Bay Area, hmm, uh-huh. and it stays like that for maybe three weeks. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's about to, it's about to get real cold, and then it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy that shit. Go outside and I don't know, rub lotion on your arms. I don't know. Whatever the fuck you do when you when you want to savor the, the the nice weather. Extend your summer. Get a fire pit. There, yeah, fire pit. Yeah, yeah, people love fire pits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. Anyway, so for this, for this episode, yeah, it's it's been a minute since we've recorded. So an extremely long minute. So uh, let's. I figured we could like reacquaint ourselves to. The listening, you know, all all of our eight listeners, like we figured, they might want to get to know us a little bit again. Uh, so nine just added, so we're at nine. Oh, oh, we have nine now. Yeah, yeah. Live update. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, 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 Gene is apparently watching the monitors. <laughs> Operators are standing by. We need all your money. Call us at eight 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 two five 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 six eight seven two eight. And um, so anyway, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do like a uh, uh, an ask me anything. So we're gonna ask each other. Uh, well, I have five questions. I think Gene has six because he likes to break rules. Um, <sighs> but anyway, we're gonna ask each other. Take turns asking each other questions, um, possibly rap related, possibly not. 
and uh, yeah, that's how the fuck it's gonna go. Okay, we're we're gonna try to be open books, and uh, if you want to follow up on any of these questions, you can hit us up on our uh, social medias to um, I don't know get that's not a gonna happen answer uh, no, no, one, no, one, no one is gonna, no one's gonna hit us up no one's gonna you hit don't us up know. I, I know it's, it's listen it, i mean it's fine but you know listen yeah if you want to hit us up you know sure do it we're <laughs> we're again operators are standing by we're there yes holler <laughs> um you want to go first with sure asking why why not i always ask you to go first so i'll i'll go first this time okay all right hit it so gene yes what is your earliest rap memory? Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, well, uh, for those who don't know from previous listenings, I turned 40 this year. Um, Did you just mention that on the show? I, I might have. I might have said that I was 40 ish. Okay. Uh, but I, I am 40. Um, and uh, I feel fine. <laughs> so, so uh, no worries. Um, but just stating that St. Ives age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I'm old enough to have seen St. Ives commercials on regular television age. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, now I have a sixth question. Go ahead. <laughs> um so I just I just preface that because, you know, um there might be some people who have one answer in their head and other people who have another answer in their head. So what does that mean? Meaning that if you're like 25, you're going to be thinking one way. If you're my age, you're going to be thinking another way. If you're older than me, you're going to be thinking another way. Well, of course. You know, some people will be listening and say, ah, he's a young buck. And other people will be like, who? What are you talking about? So, you know, um, just to give people an idea. One thing I've learned in getting older is stop giving a fuck about any of that shit. Um, I stopped giving a fuck about 15 years ago. <laughs> right on. But anyway um earliest rap memory so with me and hip-hop weirdest thing when i was like a little kid of uh 10 8 whatever years old um i was listening to hip-hop from a distance because of my older sister who's about six years older than me she was really into anything that came on the video music box back in new york shout out to uncle ralph yeah who's still doing it um the, so, wait so so video music box still comes on still comes on and do you still watch it uh no i was before i moved out to the bay area yeah. and since i've gotten back i haven't but i do plan to okay but yes it's this year is the 35th anniversary so that's what's up yeah so she would be watching jj fad videos public enemy all of that that was going on in the late 80s yeah me i would listen to music in general and say no there's just too many uh, names to remember. I can't do this. So I just ran off into the corner and stopped thinking about music altogether, let alone just hip hop. So then somewhere along the lines, there was a return back around 89. So I would say my earliest hip hop memory, if I go with that second coming, would be um, walking to school one day or to the bus stop one day and listening to somebody blast uh cool g rap early in the morning mm. and i'm assuming i could be wrong that it was talk like sex oh, wow okay <laughs> and you were like what 12 or like 11 uh, yeah i was probably 11 or 12 yeah and it was just like okay um, um 
This guy's really um, <laughs> extra on his thoughts. For the ladies, 195 pounds of beef. Chinky eyes, curly hair, gold teeth. Swinging with this here stud, you need practice. I'm leaving floods of blood on your mattress. I'll leave you holding your swollen backside and rolling. Filling all three holes just like bowling. Don't ask me what the price is, but it's more than your battery operated devices. And I'll come fully equipped with a temperature adjustment to heat up the tip. For demonstrations, watch me slam up. Uh, so I guess it would be around that time that I just really searched and was just really mining away at what was uh, the New York scene all about. And, you know, of course, it was G-Rap. It was Kane. It was a lot of folks, Slick Rick, um, you know, getting their first and second rounds on um, their album releases. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I would say that. I would say Cool G-Rap. I would say starting to get into uh west coast i know um my first uh purchases my mom uh purchases uh for hip-hop i believe was one of two albums it was either tupacalypse now or compton's most wanted second album straight checking them yeah that was the title yeah yeah it was either one of those two and i know with both of them i listened to those until i couldn't listen anymore it was yeah. just disgusting how much i listened to the two i mean Tupacalypse now is just so there and descriptive and same thing for compton's most wanted but it was just uh dj uh uh mike d i believe his name was mike t t excuse me who was just killing it with the scratches on that album. He had a song on there where he okay. was just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just killing it. Yeah. Like he he was given the little backdrop to scratch away. So for your own safety, I think I order. Tell you it's curtains and then flip the quarter. So stay in last place. You just can't match my DJ Mike T with his fucking phone. Scratch it. So yeah, those would be some of my earliest memories uh, in regards to hip hop, um, you know, and other things New York wise. Um, uh, Mama said, "Knock you out" back in '89. Uh, Fight the power and all of the energy behind that. Those those would definitely fall along some of my earliest memories. I feel like Mama said, "Knock you out" was '90, but actually, yeah, you're right. You're I could right, be wrong. You're right. You're right. You're right. I had that tape. I had that tape early on. I had that tape too. Yeah, I had that tape too. Booming system. Oh, man, that takes me back. <laughs> that takes me back. All right, all right, all right. Nothing like some cool G rap to get you up in the morning. <laughs> Especially you know? when you're 11 years old. <laughs> all right. You no. Know? Okay. Your turn. Okay. My turn. Um, Let me look at here. Um, Which one do I want to start with? That one. Okay. <laughs> Which, this will take a little time, maybe, I don't know. Which three rappers, three, from the late 80s slash early 90s, are going back to that same time I just discussed, would you like to see take another crack at it? Basically, they haven't released anything in a minute. 
and because of how much you like them or the current landscape of hip-hop or because you don't think that they were finished would you like to see take another crack at it and you could probably couple that with uh, the second part of that question which ones do you think would actually do well it's complex you have multiple answers and multiple parts just give me three okay (laughs) all right okay so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, one, I'm gonna say, okay, so, okay, so, yeah, let's see, so here's the thing, here's the issue. The three, the three acts I would name probably would not, none of them would do well. Okay, in today's, that's why I in, broke it up. In, in today's climate, I don't think, because a lot of, a lot of the, the rappers who were big in that era wouldn't, wouldn't do well now because the climate has changed so much. And because what is considered to be hot is not what was considered to be hot back in the day. I would say a fair amount wouldn't do well, but I wouldn't say all of them wouldn't do well. Yeah, I won't but, say all. But I won't name, say all. Name your three, but, which you'd like to see come back. People who aren't making music anymore. I would say I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it and I'm gonna use words like um uh uh well I think. Uh <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say Yagfu Front from okay. North Carolina, just okay. because I don't know they. I, I guess they represent a certain era to me. They represent this era, early '90s, when you could just be rappers with like a like they, their music was fun. Okay. It was fun. It was full of like imagination, and and uh, but it was also like just really dope, like musically, mm-hmm. and. There were a lot of acts from that time who maybe only got one one album. You know, they were signed to major labels. They maybe they only got one album based on their creativity. Right. And most of those groups wouldn't make it now. But yeah, they I guess they just they represent some of the best those those groups who like like yeah, like them or like down south or like hard to obtain these groups who signed to majors and put out like one album and then kind of disappeared. Um, they represent the best of that to me, and they they represent a a time when you could be yourself and be honest, but also be funny and and whatever, and still have like hard ass beats behind you. So large, my so large. I can't even so large. The way you look up at the stars in the sky, it's really the gender from my nuts. So fuck it, I got the rhymes, and my rhymes are dope. My rhymes are so dope that you couldn't even help but my dick. My dick is like a telephone pole. Uh, beyond that, um, I'm gonna say EPMD. Okay, okay. Even though I mean, you know, they've they've come back a couple times. They've come back a couple times. I think PMD put a solo album out not too long ago, and they're touring now. But okay, I mean, what was their last stuff like? As far as I know, their last ago? their last album was yeah about ten years ago. I remember yeah. buying it at a Circuit City, the Circuit City in Manhattan that opened right directly next door to the Best Buy in Manhattan, and then closed like less than a year later. <laughs> Rest in peace. 
Um, oh, you're talking about what was it? The one on the Upper West Side? No, it was, it was like Midtown. It was oh, like okay. it was like on Third Avenue or something, okay. or, or, or around there. It was Midtown, yeah. I know. And there was Best Buy, and then they opened the Circuit. They opened the Circuit City, like, like maybe a year before Circuit City shut down. Ah, okay. and and it was like right next door. It was, it was really odd. But anyway, yeah, that was a uh, We Mean Business. That was his last <laughs> album. But yeah, EPMD is just one of my favorite rap groups of all time, and if not my favorite, and uh, uh, it'd be inter- interesting to hear what like Eric Sermon would come with on the production tip these days. And I think he's, he's, he's still producing. So, but it'd be interesting to see what they would do together with as far as new music. And then would they make it now? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. I, I I think they would probably have a little bit of a hard time. Um, I think that they know enough to respect what's going on now. They're not one of those that are kind of like sitting around and saying we hate everything. But I, I I I don't know if they'd be able to cater to today's sound. But I could be wrong. I, I would. Uh, another question is: Would you want them to? I don't. I wouldn't want them to. I don't um, think. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to hear them cater. But at the same time, I would think that they would sound different than their previous albums if they sure. came out today. Yeah. To some extent, to. I wouldn't say like desperately catering oh we're gonna do all the things that everybody finds popular like they're not gonna get they're not gonna get trap beats exactly they're not gonna do that murder <laughs> they're not gonna we do got that. london on the track <laughs> they're, yay <laughs> they're not gonna do that but at the same time they're not gonna make a lot of references that are gonna fly over the heads of somebody who's 20 yeah okay okay <laughs> you know Okay. Um, so that's what I'm getting. At. Okay. But um, did you finish your answer? I f- yes, I finished my answer. I only named two, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at two. <laughs> okay. Actually, no. You know what? No, I have a third one. Okay. I, I did think of a third one. Uh, Faisu from Houston, who you've never heard of. Faisu. <laughs> um, Faisu was a cat from from Greenspoint, Houston. Who uh, he dropped a couple albums. I I, I like one. Uh, it was called uh, War with No Mercy. Dropped in '94. Okay. Um, I only know of him because he was. They bigged him up in the source quite a bit. They hyped him up a lot in the source. He was. Oh. He was. An, he was an indie artist. His. He was both like. Uh, he was. He was both a gangster and like a five percenter at the same time, and from the south. So it was just an interesting combination. On a day late, a dollar short a ghetto bastard. My father was a pastor. Bet no good, lying bastard. Kept his shit undercover, preaching at Jesus and beating the shit out of my helpless mother. He's taking care of his business, but my head's fucked up. I grew up having to witness this. Not a fucking white man's pulling my coattail, locking my ass up and sending feet to the jail. <laughs> All hell foul rope, <laughs> but I'm fucking him up two times with Farrakhan on the straight and narrow. It's weight on my shoulder because I'm older, dude, but fuck that shit because the scariest motherfucker gon' shit. And his album had a lot of like live instrumentation and just really. It was just really fucking dope. Like, I, it's a personal classic for me. Again, it's called War with No Mercy. It's not streaming because it's extremely obscure, but you can probably find the whole album on YouTube. And uh, it's it's Faisu F E S U if you want to look that up. But um, it'd be, just be interesting to hear what his perspective is uh, in 2018 with regards to everything that's going on in the world and what his and what you know. I'd be interested to hear 
you know, if he's still like very angry or if he's like mellowed out a bit or, or what. And yeah, and it would be a nice to hear like a different perspective on like from a uh, Southern rapper in 2018. So mm. there you go. I'll check that out. Well, hopefully he's out there and hopefully he's listening and itching to get back. He's not listening. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, hopefully he is out there and still alive. <laughs> Shout out to Faisu. That's rough. Um, okay. <laughs> what question do you have for me? Okay. All right. What is, what do you think is the most unpopular opinion that you hold in, in rap music? Well, damn. Um, <laughs> I, I think I have a few, but, um, I can't narrow it down to just one. So I'm just going to drop a couple quick ones. Sure. I may have mentioned this before. I don't even remember. But I generally am not a fan of Lupe Fiasco. Uh-huh. Um, I have never been a fan of his cadence. I just think that he drags his way through an album. And I really... What do you mean drags his way through? Like, there aren't highs and lows. Like, um, And I think a lot of rappers unexpectedly suffer through this. And maybe the general audience just doesn't care. And this isn't a newer rapper thing. This is an older rapper thing. This is all across the board. Um, where if you're talking about how much you love your mom and how much society sucks, it's the same cadence. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, do you really love your mom? <laughs> like, there's no, there's no high and low that's really selling me on your feeling or thought process. So you're saying he sounds like unemotional and monotone? Is that, is that what you're getting at? I feel that a lot. And then also just sustaining a presence. And I've never felt that. But... Sustaining a presence, as in... Like really just grabbing somebody for 45 minutes, 60 minutes, and saying, hey, I finished this album and it didn't feel like I was dragging myself through it. I've never been one who ran to go listen to one of his albums have you have you checked out tetsuo and youth nope okay that's 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 a very good album from him that was the one that was his the one he put out before drug us wave mm -hmm. and um but it's very dense lyrically it's extremely dense and um he puts a he put he weaves a lot of references in and out and you have to you have to like you need to you need to listen to that album reading genius the the lyrics on genius while you're listening to that album <laughs> not only to catch everything he's saying but also to get like all the references and the meanings behind it right um and every that's not for everybody everybody doesn't want to do that everybody doesn't want to work that hard to enjoy not enjoy you can enjoy it without that but everyone doesn't want necessarily want to think that much when they're listening to rap so that's true that's true that's true i i i definitely have seen that but time i, I time also also again. yeah I also would recommend his first album, too. Uh, Food and Liquor. Okay. Okay. Um, but there's, I think there's a lot of people who don't fuck with Lupe. So I don't, that's not super. I mean, maybe people would be surprised that you uh, wouldn't like Lupe too much. But there's, there's a lot of people who, who feel the same way, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I do get that look sometimes. So it's all good i would... I think the reasons you gave are what will surprise people not so much that you're not a fan of his but the fact that the, those reasons i think would surprise people yeah regardless of what you're talking about you just really gotta grab me 
Um, you know, there are some people who talk about things that I could care less about, but it's just like they got that energy behind it. And I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, tell me more, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just there with you. But there's just people who, I don't know. <laughs> okay. they, they're not in the business of grabbing me to listen to a whole album. So you find him boring the same way a lot of people find J. Cole boring? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. Okay. Um, And I don't even know if this is an unpopular opinion. It's probably not a favorable opinion. But I would say that... Um, it doesn't have to be favorable or unfavorable, just unpopular. I think generally people feel that hip hop has reached its uh, creative uh, zenith. And I think that it's like using about 10% of its brain at this point, even with the critically acclaimed albums by Kendrick and J. Cole and, you know, all the folks who, who get a lot of write-ups. I, I really, 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 really think that we're not even there. And within that opinion, it's hard for me to tie the two together, but it, it, I'll tie it together. Within that opinion, I really am not concerned with who is doing the rapping. Like, I'm not one of those people who are gatekeeping, thinking that we're never going to get a creative, heartfelt album from a white person, or we're never going. I don't, to I don't get... think anybody thinks that, though. <laughs> I mean, uh, um, nah. I mean, you 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 have people who who <laughs> who. I mean, okay, there's a certain just like with black people in regular ass society, there there are certainly those of us who, when a, a white rapper steps up to the plate, we're gonna be a bit skeptical because they're white and because, like you said, this is a black art form. And shout out to all the all the Latino peoples as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, who were there in the beginning? At, at this point in twenty eight, I mean, as far as heartfelt and creative, I don't think, if anything, there's there's you have a, a pocket of folks who who think that white people are the only ones who make creative and and this uh, heartfelt out. It's true, people so, do feel that way, but uh, um, they're they're white, of course. But, well, <laughs> but uh, and they probably don't like a lot of rap anyway. But still, <laughs> yeah, that that this is true. A lot of people do feel that way, but. I'm along the lines of if there is a 72-year-old white woman who's got some ill lyrics, who's about to spit a full album about how she survived cancer twice and that shit reaches me, I want to hear it. Um, Be whoever, do whoever, look like whoever. I don't care. Okay. Um. I just don't think that that door is open for that right now. So I guess that would be a couple of my opinions. If you want to hear more of them, I guess you can yeah, go okay. to my Twitter. But um, yeah, I, I definitely have a few, but those are a couple that come to mind. Okay. Well, be on the lookout for that that uh, MC Agnes album coming to you, coming at you real soon. I want to hear it. All right. <laughs> um, okay, your turn. All right. Um, I wanted to know, so in exchange, uh, with that, uh, last question that I asked you, which rapper or group do you wish would quote, take a break? Meaning that they're making a lot of music, but it's not their best stuff. And you believe that a break would get them recharged. 
your question. Yeah. Well, my first my first uh, response is gonna be Rock Marciano, but he's making great music right now, so fuck it. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Um, although I think he could benefit from like rationing it out a bit. Um, you think so? Yeah. Like like save those shits till next year, so so you're not like flooding the market now and then scrambling trying to make. Uh, you know, better music next year. Just like ration it out. But whatever. We'll see how it goes. Anyway. But, pe- but people have no problem buying that $25, $30 download. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but they wouldn't next year either. You know, like make them salivate a little bit. Make the people wait. Okay. You know what I mean? That, that's what I'm saying. But okay. regardless, he that is not my answer. Because again, he's making good music. So <laughs> whatever. Um, Who should take a break? Like just go somewhere for a minute. Like we'll 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 hear you in a year or two, and you know you'll come back all refreshed, sound a little better instead of just force feeding us your mess right now. I don't know if anybody who I like right now fits that that uh, that description. Like I like artists who who I fuck with. I don't know if any of them are really putting out a ton of music. Like. You know, where they're putting out like multiple joints a year, uh, where you know it's, it's to the point where I'm like, this is whack. Well, it doesn't even have to be or weak or wait. Let me speak. <laughs> Don't need a sucker coming in my face with that yang yang. Um, <laughs> uh, it doesn't even have to be two in one year. I mean, it could be sure that they've been coming out each year, or they just have a ton of features, or or whatever. But that happens a lot, though. There's a lot of rappers who just put out a shit ton of music all the time. They're just not rappers who I fuck with, so I don't necessarily believe that taking a break would help them. Okay. <laughs> but um, is there anyone you have in mind, and then I can tell you whether or not I <laughs> disagree? Um, I really, really, really wish that Nicki Minaj would just take a break. Well, she, t- I mean, she took a break though. Like she's her, on, her she, album. I mean, yeah, she's on a lot of features, but yeah. but the features were to hype people up for people up for her album. Yeah, and her was, album. I mean, how many like how many years had it been since her last album? I think it was four. It was about four. Yeah, but and I really, really think that she's wasting her talent on shock value. She, well, she needs to get off social media. That's what the fuck she needs to do. <laughs> Not, I, you know, she can put out more music she could put out an album next year but just just get the fuck off of social media well i mean i i mean i get why she's doing it i get why she's doing queen radio i get why she's beefing mccarty it's because it sells albums and it's just like the nba off season you know there is no off season so like nikki just came out with this album and whatever beefs quote unquote that she has with cardi is actually uh Benefiting Cardi more because Cardi's album's done being promoted and this whole exchange is just keeping Cardi out there while she doesn't currently have an album out. I mean, she just... Well, she's good. I mean, I mean, her, you know, the song, she, you know, she put out the video, the video for a Ring with Kalani not too long ago. That's, that's blazing up the charts. Yeah. So, so she's, she's good. She's yeah. good. She's she's on the chart and Nicki Minaj at least the Hot 100 and Nicki Minaj. I uh, I don't think she is right now. Obviously, uh, but I don't I don't think it's an issue of her putting out too much music though, which is what your question was about, right? Well, features, 
she 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 put out all those features within the last couple years. She put out this album past couple months, months. like like this year alone. Yeah. She's had a, yeah. a shit ton Fifi of features and uh, uh, motorsport earlier in the year, yeah, or, or even late last year, yeah. Um, she she did a joint. She did one of those hot uh, she, uh, she Latin joint. joints. Yeah, she that everybody's YG. hopping on. Yeah, YG the the big bank joint. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just maybe it's because she's annoying me with this current exchange. <laughs> well, yeah, her, well, yeah. Like I said, her social media. She needs to cut that out. Yeah, she's she's getting to be on some Azalea Banks shit with that. So she needs to let that go. But um, I don't know. I. I mean, this is off topic, I guess. Well, not exactly, but it doesn't answer your question. But as far as Nicki Minaj goes, I would just like to see her make some imaginative music again. Mm. She, her, her album, I just found it really boring, and, and I, I would like to see her. Like, she has, she's one of the most colorful personalities in hip hop, and she's not really showing that in her music anymore. I would like to see Drake go away for a little bit. Drake. Well, I'd like to see him stop making double albums. That's that's yeah, not a good look. It's just an overload. I would like for him to just come out with a classic 12-track album and just in the realm of quality stuff, quality album, I think that if he took a break, it would help. Um, yeah, I just think he he just needs to make shorter albums. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know if time would help. I, he, uh, he just needs to make less. Some of that stuff could just stay at home, or just be I don't know mixtape fodder. I don't know whatever. He just needs to make shorter albums. Everybody needs to make shorter albums. Everybody <laughs> make shorter albums. Thank you. God bless. Yeah, okay, that, that seven track uh, trend lasted really short. Well, that was just was that was really that short. was the thing Kanye was doing. So yeah, I I, I thought it was gonna. And go we're not for talking about Kanye today, <laughs> un, un, unless unless he's he's the answer to one of my questions. <laughs> and anyway, uh, let's continue. Okay. So so okay, um, it's on me now. Yep. So what is the best rap show you've ever attended? Oi, um, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, man, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Best rap show I ever attended, I would say more than likely, was in the the year two thousand. The year two thousand. <laughs> it was when um, Outcast was on tour in support of Stankonia. Okay. And so fresh and so clean had just hit the radio that week. Wow. They were um touring. They came to New York, uh Madison Square Garden. They were um supporting uh Ludacris um at the time and Yo, supporting him as Well, supporting in... him meaning he was opening for them. Okay. Um he was supporting them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he was supporting them, I guess. And um I had missed ludicrous because i was looking for a friend that was supposed to come to the concert uh-huh. um so i basically was just there to see outcast and uh um it was the whole dungeon family there that day was which doctor there okay it wasn't the whole dungeon family Aww. maybe it was i believe it was slim calhoun okay. goody mob and uh uh geez cool breeze was cool breeze there 
Was, was Backbone I, there? I think Cool Breeze and Backbone were there, okay. but I don't think I don't think uh, Witch Doctor was there. Uh, um, but it was a great show because as long as Stankonia was, I think they did almost every track. Wow! And the energy um, behind them, it just it was it was raw energy. Like the crowd was there with them and um you know they 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 were out there doing older tracks they went back to the first album which at that time just seemed like a bit of a stretch um well you got to think about it in the aspect of back then uh-huh. when it was like okay 2000 everybody was losing their shit off of miss jackson right and they had opened themselves up to a whole new audience like for example there were two um two girls probably teenagers maybe with their mother or whatever who were sitting the entire show and they got up when miss jackson came right. on and yeah. lost their sure shit. you yeah you, you had those people who who only know outcast for miss jackson and hey yeah uh, and maybe the way you move yeah they they lost their mind when um Miss Jackson came on and when uh BOB came on. Okay. Um so th- that that was definitely a, a a new audience for them and um you know they 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 took all their new fans to the clinic. They went all the way back. Right. They might have done Benz and Beamer. I don't even remember. But That's they my favorite definitely... outcast song of all time by the way. <laughs> Deep in the dungeon for these many months Amongst the dungeon dragon as we pass around them blunts Had to cut it out like shears But for years I used to burn them Getting deep off in my thoughts Just to get shit off my sternum Chess, I never played but made many of moves I still blame it on the session Cause I can't remember the dudes I guess, I feel that getting the bins is out of the question The world is yelling hooty hoo But in my pockets nothing but gum and lint To some the shit up and broke Nothing but hope so big boy Tell them what you told They definitely did hooty hoo uh, they definitely, wow. yeah, okay. they, they, they did some joints, but it was, it was a classic show. Um, honorable mention would be, uh, seeing the roots at the wetlands RIP in, um, Manhattan yeah. back in probably roughly around, no, no, no. This was right before things fall apart came out. So oh, okay. that would have been January of 99 which was a few months after I saw them at the tunnel, RIP, mm. <laughs> uh, at the Lyricist Lounge, hosted by uh, Slick Rick. Mm. Uh, opening acts included Eminem. Um, but yeah, I During saw... During his like, raucous yeah, rap Olympics days. Everybody there but me knew who he was. I was mm. like, who is this guy? <laughs> I found out later. Yeah, But... Um, yeah, January of 99, right before things fall apart, I went to Wetlands, paid $7, and watched the Roots just kill it for three hours. Wow. Yeah, they brought up people to freestyle. J-Ru was there. Lars Professor was there. I think um, Killer Priest was in the crowd. He didn't get on stage. They let people in the crowd freestyle while they played music. It was just not Common was there. Um, this is when they were touring with Common. Right. Um. It was nuts. Briefly, briefly explain what the wet the wetlands was to people who might not know. The wetlands uh, preserve was a uh, 
a music space slash charitable space venue where they were, you know, trying to uh, save the wetlands. And um, they had a lot of classic, quote unquote, underground hip hop shows. And it was a fairly large space. It wasn't obviously the size of the garden or any larger venues, but um, it was, uh, if I remember correctly, it it was probably in the Chelsea area. I'm going to have to look that up. Okay. Um, if you're familiar with, but it was a, it was a venue where you had a lot of classic hip hop events. Yeah, right. And you didn't pay a lot. Okay. And it was just bananas. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that would be my favorite show. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, your turn. Okay. Um. So, recently, the uh, group known as Little Brother reunited for one time show. Yeah. They uh. Royce the Five Nine had to pull out, and um, all three members were available. Should have worn a condom, but go ahead. <laughs> be safe, people. Be safe. <laughs> he, 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 he couldn't make the show. So um, all three members of Little Brother were available, and they performed. Yeah. Um, from what I heard, it was great. Yeah. Um, do you believe that they should bother to take this further, or is it a wrap? If they want to, absolutely. Okay. I, I mean, that's up to them, though. If if yeah, yeah. they they shouldn't. I it, mean, it is the question: Do I think Little Brother can make you, a good album now? Yeah. yeah. Do you think they can make a good album, yes. and it would be worth it for them to try and do it? It, it should. It would only be worth it if they feel it. If if they personally feel like they want to do it. I mean, like, like Ninth Wonder still makes great music, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Fonte still makes great music. I know you're you're not a huge fan of his most recent album, but he he still <laughs> I makes. Say I wasn't a huge fan. That just you weren't a huge fan, and I'm, that doesn't mean you hated it. It just means you weren't you weren't like big on it. I'm I'm not big on people calling it the album of the year. Okay, but anyway, Fonte still makes great music. Ninth Wonder still makes great music. Big Pooh never stopped making music, as far as I know. They're still all very viable in terms of making good rap music, so mm-hmm. it's not like they're it's not like they're has beens or they're out there putting out mediocre bullshit. So I, I could absolutely see a Little Brother album being dope now, and people being interested in it because okay. you, because as we talked about on our episode where we discussed the listening, uh, the listening was a very important album for a lot of very popular rappers these days. Yeah. So a lot, I think it would get a lot of attention if if they reunited for an album. And I I think it absolutely has the potential to be very good, especially if if like Ninth Wonder is is behind all the beats. Yeah. Like yeah, I could absolutely see in that being great. I could too. I I, I could it's, too. It's not, it's not like there's some group from 1984. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Could... But again, only if they feel it. If if they're doing it because they think like if if they're doing it as fan service, I say don't do it. Only do it if it's in your heart. Yeah, I mean, like I, like I, the power and the magic was in your heart all along. At the end of a shitty movie, the, I think. Never mind. That was a bad joke. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I think I think that they should do it. Obviously, if they choose to, and feel it, you know, it's been. Was it been seven years since all three of them were together? It's probably more than that. As far as like an album? 
Yeah. The, the last album they did together was Minstrel Show. What year was that? That was like 2005 or six. Damn, it's been that long. Yeah. Jesus. Um. All right. Well, I still think they can do it. <laughs> I think it would be great. Yeah. I would love to hear it. Yeah. All right. Hit it. All right. So, what is your guiltiest pleasure rap song? Oh my gosh. I tend to believe that you love what you love and it shouldn't matter what others think, but if I were to come up with one easily off the top of my head, it would be True Love by Lil Romeo featuring Solange. Wow, that's a good one. Now, <laughs> well, I, I say that, but then I don't even remember the song. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, like, was it a video that blew up on 106 Apart? It didn't, I don't know if it blew up, but this was, I guess, right before Solange came out with her first album. She was still a teenager. Solo Star. Solo Star. Um, she did a hook for Lil Romeo's uh, Game Time album. Was that his second album? I have no idea. Have you ever heard an entire Lil Romeo no, album? No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wouldn't. I don't even I know how I stumbled upon this song. Okay. But it was a very long sample of, um, um, the Luther song, Ain't No Limit, uh, Ain't no limit to this love. Follow you to the moon. And oh no, that's yeah. um so amazing. So amazing. Eric Sermon. Eric Sermon. <laughs> yes. So hot, so you can say I'm blazing. Like Luther Vandross says, "Yo, I am so amazing, and I'm elated for a sucker to attack." Yo, me the E double. Sorry, Luther. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, I it, it was a very long sample of that that she sung over. It was basically half the song she sung huh. over the hook. Okay. And um, the way they flipped that sample uh, was really dope. And Romeo didn't prob- fuck it up. He didn't fuck it up. Okay. You know, I'm pretty sure somebody wrote the lyrics for him. Probably. But <laughs> he's probably all of 11. I know we young and we got time. that video on repeat listen to that wow. song on repeat okay yeah okay that was my shit that's a good one that's a good <laughs> one um yeah i don't i'm i imagine i've seen that video but i do not remember that song at all I, 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 I will i i promise you if i remember i will i will listen to it <laughs> um, but i probably won't remember but i'll try <laughs> all right uh, back to me, I guess. What rapper death has hit you the hardest? Hmm. Uh, I think rapper death. I think Guru. Guru. Interesting. Because I was a huge Gangstar fan, like early on, uh-huh. from like the words I manifest video. Uh-huh. Like, um, just seeing his image there, we looking like in the video, looking like Malcolm X. 
Right. Um, I was like, who the fuck is this? And and um, um, yeah, like from from early, I was a, I was a huge fan of Gangsta. One of my first rap tapes was uh, Step in the Arena, and um, uh, yeah, just the way that he rhymed his voice the words he would use like he rapped like a scholarly he, he rapped like your wise uncle yeah and so yeah like when he passed well I, mean, he, I guess he had been sick for a while so when i heard he was sick that was unexpected and then when he passed it just it was one of those things where like, i just couldn't one of those things where i just couldn't believe he was gone yeah like, i couldn't believe this dude who i grew up listening to and who i was a huge fan of uh was just gone was just not here anymore yeah and and yeah that to this day, when I hear a guru, when I hear a gangstar or a guru record, I'm like, damn, he's he's not here anymore. He's just not here anymore. And that, yeah, I can say that messed with me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I remember just more so than anything being painfully confused. Like when I heard of all those reports about what was going on with Solar and, um, you know, all of the speculation and all of that, I was just like, wow. Well, wait a minute, what? wasn't he just like you know okay wasn't he just doing shows and and all of this and I, I i guess i was really confused and all of those stories that came out afterwards i was just wondering like wow <laughs> what yeah Where? there's 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 an untold story there like yeah. like there 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 could be a, like a documentary or or something some expose about what really went on there um, with and we're talking about Solar, of course, right? The, the yeah. guy, who, guy he was working with after 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 premiere. Um, yeah, yeah. And and I I remember listening to an interview. This was before he was sick. I remember listening to an interview he did on this show. Shout out to We Funk in Canada. If you ever, I don't know if you've ever heard of We Funk, but We Funk, they they do they've been doing this show for, like an internet radio show for I don't know how many years out of Montreal. But anyway, they they mix like funk with like underground rap. Right. Every episode. Really dope. Anyway, I remember listening to an interview that the two of them did to promote one of the one of their Jazzmatazz joints uh-huh. that they did together. And I remember listening to the interview and I'm just like, who the fuck is this dude? Because he was basically it was an interview with Solar featuring Guru. But it was uh, supposed to be an interview with Guru. You right. know what I mean? So but he was clearly like overbearing and speaking for Guru and it's like, what the fuck is going on? So and I think, mm-hmm. and, you know, if you read a lot of the firsthand accounts about, like, people who, like, toured with them, I think Duop toured with them, and, um, like, people will tell you, like, there was some weird shit going on. Yeah, yeah. And and Solar was on some other shit. So I, I really want to hear, and I really want to hear, like, I really want to hear that story. Yeah. Like, what really went on. Yeah. In, in, in his, like, last years, but. I'm curious, too. Yeah. But yeah, R.I.P. Guru, man. He's right, one of one of the greats, world. despite what some people might think. He's one of the greats. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. Go listen to every Gangstar album if you, <laughs> if you haven't heard every Gangstar album. Listen to every Gangstar. I mean, really, really listen to what he's saying and how he's saying it. He he had a way of 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 rapping. It was so like he had like a conversational style, and it was just really, uh, really unique, but really dope. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Guru. Yes. Shout out to Premier. Yes. Sometimes you gotta dig deep. When problems come near, don't fear. Things get severe for everybody, everywhere. Why do bad things happen to good people? Seems that life is just a constant war between good and evil. The situation that I'm facing is mad amazing. To think such problems can arise from minor confrontations. Now I'm contemplating in my bedroom pacing. 
dark clouds over my head My heart's racing, suicide? Nah, I'm not a foolish guy Don't even feel like drinking or even getting high Cause all that's gonna do really is accelerate The anxieties that I wish I could alleviate But wait, I've been through a whole lot of other shit before So I ought to be able to withstand some more But I'm sweating though, my eyes are turning red And yo, I'm ready to lose my mind But instead I use my mind I put down the knife and take the bullets out my nine My only crime was that I'm too damn kind And now some scandalous motherfuckers wanna take what's mine But they can't take the respect that I've earned in my lifetime And you know they'll never stop the furious force of my rhymes So like they say, every dog has its day And like they say, God works in a mysterious way So I pray Remembering the days of my youth as I prepare to meet my moment of truth. Well, I guess continuing along similar lines, has a rap song ever made you cry? Oh my gosh. I wouldn't say yes, but I will surely admit that um some songs have definitely made me a little misty. Um I I, I can't I can't name just one, but okay. Ed OG, Love Comes and Goes. Mm. Oh my God. Produced by Diamond D. Oh. That's a great album, by the way. That's that's a great unsung album. Oh. Uh Roxbury zip code numbers that I can't remember right now. But um, yeah. That song, man. I, I, I hear that song and I'm like, wow. Not even the other day, yesterday. I was in um a cafe and, and Dear Mama came on. And I was like thinking about really breaking down the beauty of that song, mm-hmm. um, the pregnant pauses, the um, the harmony that Tupac decides to use randomly in certain parts that doesn't sound like typical Tupac, and also the fact that a lot of his popular songs at that time were faster. So you know, this sounded like. Like he was tired, you know, hmm. and, and and marry that with the fact that he was, you know, in jail when it was released. It just sounded emotionally exhausting. So that didn't make me misty, but um, just it 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 it, it, gri- it grabs you. Mm-hmm. Um, but love comes and goes. Why? Um, what about that song makes makes you uh misty or near misty? Love comes and goes. Yeah. <sighs> It, it well, I think because I had a friend who really was emotionally um, touched by that song, and also because of the music, the sample that they use yeah. for the hook, and then of course it is you know talking about coming and going, and and then of course similar to Tupac, the way that uh, Ed delivers in that um, on those raps, it, it's 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 inflection again. It's it's like. You could have said it differently. You could have been more upbeat about it, and that would have totally ruined the record. But you were just like, you know what? I just, I'm not, I'm not gonna put any energy in this at all, and it's just going to just sink and uh, just hit the listener right there in the chest, and you know, make them feel what I'm feeling. Uh-huh. I would say that when I really sit down and think about the record and especially when I watched the video, uh, they reminisce over you. Oh yeah. That's probably too obvious an answer, but you know, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's a common one, but it's common for good reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's another one. Those are probably the main two. Okay. 
that I could think of right now, because there have definitely been a lot of hip hop songs about death and losing a loved one, and it's like, oh, cool, man, that's a sad record. But those two is that your reaction? Cool, sad record. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm like, yeah, okay, um, this is a good song. This yeah. is a good song. Da da da. Yeah. But those two are just like, whoa. Yeah. Love Comes and Goes is maybe the only rap song I've ever heard where the rapper describes himself as timid. Really? You were wild like my mother, I'm timid. Hmm. He, he, he was talking about his dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like Rappers don't describe themselves as timid. It's a very honest reflection. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Never agree with you on that. The most I remember of you is in the pictures. You were my pops and I won't forget you. I wish you could have been there to see me grow up, come up like Noah and blow up as an entertainer. Entertainer. I think you would have been proud to see me at a show and move the crowd. Your best friend shot you over five dollars. That ain't right. The money matter and not the life. I wonder what you would have told me to get a girl and lay her. Cause my mom's told me you were a player. They tell me I'm your spitting image from the line of scrimmage. But you was riding like my mother, I'm timid. God works in different ways in his shows. And everybody knows love comes and goes. So that was five for me. Okay, I guess we could end on this note. Yeah. Uh, three favorite songs this year. Three favorite songs this year. Okay. Well, two of them are Rock Marciano songs. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, one of them is off the most recent album, as of this recording, because he's going to put out another album next week with DJ Muggs, but uh, off the most recent album, Behold a Dark Horse, uh, the last record on the album, produced by Q-Tip, is called Consigliere. Mm. A beat is fucking amazing, mm. and it's a song. It's one of it's one of those songs that I can listen to over and over and over and over and over again and not get tired of it. Dual exhaust on two door raw. Some bring a fork to shit food for thought. Before you enjoy the meal, first let it cool off. I'm playing a long game. You knock off for of your main ball and chain. That's all, and I'm gonna call it a day. You know the forte. Ralph Lauren draws on, but fuck the horse play. Got sauce for days. You got poor taste. It's water based. Shit, I ain't playing. I sit down and eat at PF Chang's, then leave without paying. I mean, I mean, the lyrics are dope. It's, it's Rock Marciano does his thing as he always does. He kind of does the same thing. He has, he's, you know, he has, he, he, he's a, he's a rapper who I can see people being like, uh, like not getting into. He's not for everybody, he's, and and he does have a certain cadence that he kind of sticks to. Although on on this new album, he def, I think he breaks out of that sometimes. Like he has a more impassioned. Uh, delivery on, it definitely, on it definitely. This album definitely does sound different than uh, RR2. I honestly thought, um, going in, it was going to sound very similar, and it does not. No, it, <laughs> I think it's a more accessible Rock Marciano album, yeah, in that it's the sample sources aren't as esoteric. Yeah, um, he does have more energy into some of the songs, he, he brings in guests from outside of his camp. Like yeah. like normally he'll just have like Kyle and Niles, Niles the pirate, pirate, maybe maybe Action Bronson, yeah. But on this he has Black Thought and Busta Rhymes, yeah. So it he he's he he opened his lane up a little bit on this album, mm -hmm. and I think it's better for it. But um, but yeah, Consigliere, uh, produced by Q Tip, amazing. Um, uh, other favorite song was again was off of Rosebud's Revenge Two, uh, the Sauce. Um, I just, it's a weird, right. it's a weird song sonically. Like he sampled some, 
like apocalyptic prog rock, like British prog rock. <laughs> it's really weird, but it it just it works for me. It has like this galloping like bassline and yeah. and drums and and yeah, it's but it's it's off kilter, but it it works really well. And right. um yeah, I, I really like that song a lot. A great fucking deal. Legit money stack, blow the dirty shit. Blow it. Big face rolling was 30 cent. You was never sturdy. A little birdie told me this. I said you can't compare goldfish to Moby Dick. Don't be a dick, you know I'm sensitive. Don't let me catch you talking shit about my mama biscuits. Talking shit about my mama biscuits. Empty in these biscuits, risky biz. Nigga, my dickies fit you big, get them hemmed. I'm out your league, you ain't out the weeds. So much powder, I might have to break out the skis. For me to flee from the powers to be i was clean with max b was singing out a key he i i can tell you real quick he might have two of my favorite three um uh from rr2 kill you and kill sax you fifth dope. yeah oh my gosh sax fifth i've heard a hundred times and i've imagined the video I've sax, fifth is, sax fifth has like a weird beat too right uh it or... has like a kind of the xylophone yeah 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 um i i just love that freaking record man (laughs) i don't understand it Still trying to figure Forgot out the, the sample. samples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bothering Good luck. me, man. Good luck with that. Oh, I, I I get into a Google wormhole trying to find. I try, I try, I try, I try. When you because you you asked that question and and, mm. and I I tried to find it for a minute and I was like I gave up on it. Oh, so annoying. But that's great though. Like I like that he he. That's one of the things I like about Rock Marciano is that he just his sample sources are just so like wide and varied and yeah. and really obscure. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. What's your third? I'm going to open my Spotify. <laughs> Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen, as you hear the clicking of my, my well, keys. Well, I'll um, tell you yeah. that I don't know if it's my third, but the the intro track from Redemption, the bloodiest. Oh, J-Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why Sorry. didn't I say J-Rock? I don't um, know. Redemption uh the bloodiest um j-rock redemption the bloodiest that track just is like the perfect opening for an album this year man um like that intro and cardi b's intro were the two that just really got me this year Mm. um but yeah the bloodiest i i definitely enjoyed i don't know if that's my third but i'll i'll leave it at that okay okay I got one. I'm going to say, so this is, I'm cheating here, but th- th- these two songs work in tandem, so I'm going to name two. Mm-hmm. Um, Expensive Jeans and Cry No More off of Fonte's album. Uh, no News is Good no News. No News is Good News. Yes. Um, yeah, those two albums, I, I mean, those two songs, they're, they're two songs, but they work They work together. Uh, Expensive Jeans is basically him talking about 
like death. Like like his, uh, his 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 father passed away somewhere recently, and I think he lost someone else in his family as well. And within the past couple of years, and right. he's talking about mortality and how black and black black people's health, like health, like like shit that people our age think about or need mm-hmm. to think about. Yeah, and you don't really hear a lot of people talking about in 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 rap records. So there's that, and then "Cry No More" is 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 kind of similarly themed. You know, again talking about like death of his family members and whatnot, and whereas you know, expensive jeans kind of looks at like some of the causes of those things, and then cry no more looks more at like the the emotional effects of those of those issues. Right. And yeah, so they just work really well together, and they those songs probably affected me more than any other songs this year on like a on an emotional level. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that would be my fifth, right? That might have been six, but that's fine. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm out of questions. I had. I came up with another one, but I forgot it, so I okay. should have wrote it down. Um, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you enjoyed the listen. Um, and uh, you know, of course, like I always say, chime in. Um, we're on Twitter. I'm at Old Dirty Plaster on Twitter, and I'm at Urkel Modi on Twitter. <laughs> and then of course we have all of our other resources. We're on Instagram at own no loops. We're on Facebook at own no loops. Uh we do have our own um Twitter handle at own no loops. You can email us on Gmail, own no loops at Gmail. And then um I don't know, stream out a window, own no loops, we might hear you. Um we won't hear you. <laughs> you never know. But anyway, um, we do appreciate the listen. We do appreciate you listening to the episode, and we hope that you subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Of course, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, uh, Google Play, whatever you can think of. We're most likely there. Um, And if we're not, let us know. And of course, if you are subscribed or just listening to any of the iTunes episodes, rate us, please. We would appreciate it. you know the shout out good or bad any other words from you yeah uh drink more water eat more vegetables and smoke more weed god bless (laughs) and i uh as i always say is uh be kind but wise and always be on time yeah all right appreciate you guys again thank you and good night peace